Hello, hello, hello. Hey, it's your girl, Miss Mouthy. And if you are tuning in, this is the Miss Mouthy podcast. And this podcast is all about hello, hello, the hello. narratives hey, and experience of trans Mouthy. women of color um, and non-binary people and the allies that love and support us. And so if you are returning to the lips, I thank you for coming on another week to pop your shit with your girl. And today, this episode is called Chasing the Bag. I really wanted to talk about how... Um, Regardless of what your bag look like, your bag could be like whatever. If you just get up every day and go to your nine to five, that's a bag. If you want to pursue entrepreneurship in a way that you see a vision for yourself, but you don't know where to start, how to get it started, or who to connect with, this might be the episode for you. Because one person that I invited today that I think is just amazing, like when I say she be after everything, her hands touch all them bags and she be chasing her goals and I have nothing but admiration is um, my special guest today. So special guest, can you introduce yourself? Yes, I sure can. So I am Christina. Um, I call myself Big CMC. Hey. Yes, period. Um, I kind of created that name for myself a few years ago when I started my um, beauty company. Yes. So I do sell bundles. Hey. Um. Within those years, I've done so much. Um, chasing a bag is really, is me. Mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm in so many bags. Yes. Until I find something that get me rich. Okay. Hey. You feel me? So, if something not working for me today, I'm going to be on to something next tomorrow. And that's what I love about you. I think the one thing that you young, you motivated, and you out here getting it, and it makes me want to hustle harder. Like, Period. one thing about me that I tell a bitch, like, we ain't beefing. If one thing... I'll success me, bitch. Like have four or five, six jobs and do what I do. Okay. And do it gracefully. I got nothing but love for you. And you do it so well. You you a mom, you a fiance, okay, and an entrepreneur, and you run multiple businesses. So I just be like, how does she do it? I can't wait to have her on, not only for like myself, but other young people that I know always want to know a way to make money and streams of income. What made you want to step into the lens of entrepreneurship? So right before I started my business, which I'm going to get into that. Okay. So I was just always surrounded by so many people who were entrepreneurs. You know, my my father was a real estate. My mother, she did the parties. Yes. My auntie, she sold glasses. My other auntie did the cakes. Yeah. So it was just like, it was a point in my life where I'm like, damn, you know, everybody around me got something going on mm-hmm. but me. Mm-hmm. You know? and so. After I observed that, I kind of was in between, you know, jobs all the time. I, I yeah. can't, I feel like I can't work for anyone yeah. for too long because I'd be like, man, who they talking to? You, know? <laughs> you got me fucked Fuck up. That, I, will, yeah. I will quit a job quick as hell. Yeah. And so it was like I had to kind of stand still and just look around and say, damn, I don't have no 401k. Mm-hmm. I don't have no money saved. Like, I can't keep a job for yeah. real. Like, I'm going to be a bum for yeah. real. So that's kind of where I was at in my life. And then I love hair. I always loved hair. Mm. So I, I just ended up ordering me a whole bunch of bundles because I got a good deal for myself. Yeah. And my auntie came over and I just, you know, got the talking, sold her some. And that was the start of my business right there. Hey. Okay. So like a $500 investment. 
in the first two months, I made about seven thousand profit. Period. Yes. Period. period. And so that's the one thing I want y'all to realize is that um, it does not take a whole lot of money to get your business started. All you have to do is have a passion for what you do and have some startup money. Like it don't even have to be thousands of dollars. Like people have to be like everything has to be perfect. No, it don't. You just got to get started. Exactly. Um. So. so yeah. So one thing with me is I have to just do that shit. Yeah. You feel me? If I get a thought and I feel like it's a good thought, yes. I'm on that shit. <laughs> you do. Because I'm a doubt myself. I yeah. always do. You know, I'm even struggling with that now about doubt myself. So I just do that shit. Yeah. So it it is. You told me something the other day. I I and I repeated it to Derek <laughs> earlier. I'm like, it's what it is going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. Say, yeah. How did you say that? Yeah, like I think everything we we got to make the best of what it's gonna be. Like mm -hmm. if we go into it trying to make everything perfect, you're never gonna get started. Like it'd be things with mouth to hell. I was like, oh, I'm running. I ain't stopping. Got the wine. Like yeah. I don't know. And your guests gonna feed off your energy. So I never want somebody who may have never done like a interview before to come on and be like, shit, I don't know what they. No, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. We're going to do what we need to do. You're going to feel my energy. I'm going to pull out questions out of you. You're going to pull questions out of me. And so regardless of what your business is, it's going to grow and flourish as you learn your craft, right? Mm -hmm. There's, you making wigs now. When you first started off, that, I'm sure that wasn't nothing that you thought you would be able to do. But look at you now. Like, you're making your own wigs. You got your own, like spray stuff like yep. yeah so it's like levels to it like i had to learn how to edit i had to find a studio space i had to make a logo like all of the things in your business will unfold but you have to believe in it and you have to stay consistent um and you have to have a great support system one thing i've learned is like now i don't like being around people who's not driven or what it ain't even got to be entrepreneurship but if you don't see more for your life then I do. Like, if I can look at a person and be like, you would be really great at that. Like, bitch, you told me you wanted to make clothes. And a year later, I come back and be like, so how's your clothes going? Like, what pieces can I see? Or like, what's the name? Just mm -hmm. give me a motherfucking name. If you can't give me a name of what's your clothing line going to be, you want some bullshit. You hyping me up with the gift of gab. No, mm -hmm. I see through that. So when people come at me, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. All right, show me. Yeah, show me because you can sit there and say you're gonna do something all day. Mm -hmm. We want to do a thousand things, okay? A million things. Yeah, okay. We want to do a lot, but you gotta literally get out here and work for it. Mm -hmm. Even if you do it little by little, yeah, you gotta just do it. You can't procrastination mm -hmm. is the worst thing. Yes. Um, that's kind of I I still struggle with procrastination, but but you also juggling being a mom and like having those different lenses. When you're caring for people, people don't understand. Like, sometimes it's not, <laughs> you can't dedicate all your time. So if you're a person out here that don't have any responsibilities, like if you're living at home, if you don't have any children or a spouse that's kind of like demanding of your time, mm -hmm. bitch, you should be getting to the bag okay. right now. Right now, not playing, doing anything else. If you young and don't got no kids, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yeah, you need to be in your bag. And it, it don't even have to look like you have it all thought out. Mm -hmm. But start somewhere, whether that's you and your girls getting together and you just saying, hey, I want to make beads or I want to make candles or whatever it is. Get your little kit from Amazon. Get your little mm -hmm. essential oils and what you need and make it and buy them to your friends. And you said this, too, and I want you to elaborate on that because. Um, even with doing this, you realize that the people who were supposed to support you, or at least you thought would support you, won't be your supporters. Nope. 
talk a little bit about that big CMT. So I'm very passionate about that because my main supporters since the time I started until now, you know, I do have my family and my friends who mm-hmm. support. Of course, <laughs> you are definitely one supporter. Of course, I love and you. you. Yes. <laughs> Listen, you come and buy things for no reason. Yeah. Like you come and say, I'm going to get this for my friend or yeah. you be like, okay, I need this. I'm like, oh, okay. You find out the size later. Like, yeah. I really appreciate that. Pre- appreciate that first and foremost. But yes, yeah, so family, one thing I learned is family is not always going to support you. Yeah. And then those friends, they ain't going to support you either. It be those strangers. Yeah. Them strangers is what's going to get you rich. Yeah. Them strangers is what tell people about your business and who advertise your business without you asking. But you cannot sit around and cry about a family member yeah. not supporting you either. Because one thing about it is they don't really have to. Yeah. They should, but they don't have to. They're and, not obligated. And you got to know what family you come from. Because, mm-hmm. like, Y'all, people who don't know this, this is my blood cousin. And so, like, um, I don't know. I think for you, maybe your shit was different because you grew up with a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't necessarily grow up with that. But what I will say is that, like, I knew in my family, motherfuckers wasn't hustling. Like, if they was hustling, they was doing it to get them landed in jail. But it wasn't hustling in a way that was legit. And I was like, oh, bitch, mm-hmm. they making money. Yeah. So, not being funny, she was the first. Her and her mom was, like, the first examples I saw of like entrepreneurship, like, oh, I can do that. Like I can actually go make some money off this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. How can I connect? Like what what I gotta do <laughs> to step my pussy up. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. So that's one thing that I think is big. And be a walking billboard. Like not being funny. I allow her products to speak for themselves. I didn't know what your hair was gonna be like. I ain't gonna cap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought it, I fell in love with it. Then you had your clothes. I was like, oh, this shit cute. Yeah. I was like, and I'm a courier girl, big titties, big ass. So I was like, let me see if this is really going to scratch and give me what I need. And then people's like, where you get this from? I'm like, my cousin stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I would be in a grocery store and people stop me. So I'm just like, yeah, here, here go her information. You can follow her here. It never hurts to send business somewhere else. Because nine times, just because somebody inquiring don't mean they necessarily going to buy. But at the same time, what is it to you? Like holding out on information to let somebody know where you get your hair or your nails done. It ain't hurting nobody. Yeah. And one thing, it, it would be amazing if everyone was like that. Yeah. But reality, they're not. Yeah. Um, but the least you would expect a family member or somebody who said they love you and want to see you win is to share. It's, it costs zero dollars to share. <laughs> yeah. It costs zero dollars <laughs> to say your home, girl. Yeah. You know. But you got to, re- we got to be honest about those secret wolves hidden in sheep clothing because like as much as people say they support you sometimes they invest in you just so they can take something from you Mm -hmm. they also invest in you just or they don't invest in you because they want to see you fail just to be like well i told her she shouldn't have did it in the first place them be the ones i always fuel off of like oh bitch i know you rooting for my downfall because now i gotta yeah i gotta do this shit (laughs) i gotta put it on yeah because i didn't told y'all and then when they started to be like well, how you keep doing this? How does keep being successful? Because I love Candy Burris because that bitch is constantly in her bag, always making moves, and she's timeless. Like, when something new happens, she's figured out a way to make that work. So let's speak on that. Yeah. Because being in this business, this hair shit, you meet so many just mm-hmm. weird-ass people. Yeah. So I want to say to anybody who's tuned in, any business owner, the key to success is to copy 
Just yeah. make that shit better. Yeah, no lie. You have to, just like the four for four, the four for four, three for threes, all yeah. that shit was copied. Mm -hmm. When they bring in them celebrities with the sweetie meal and yeah. the Megan sauce <laughs> and shit like that, they copy. Yeah. You know, so I've had a few weird ass bitches come to me. Well, you know, sneak this thinking yeah. I copied them. I probably did. Yeah. But my shit better. <laughs> so guess what I'm going to need you. Go ahead. Copy what I'm doing, but make it even better. Better, yeah. And that's where I be, even when we think about, like, podcasts, like, people be like, oh, I don't know what they be thinking. It's certain people who have platforms, and they talk about things that I just don't talk about. I don't like, I'm messy to a degree. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not going to build my whole brand around being messy on other people's time and misfortune. But if you want to learn how to podcast, I'll teach you. I'll show you what I did to get started, and hopefully you can excel. Because what I know is your shit is never going to look like my shit and mm -hmm. like i don't even listen to other podcasts and then not to be like i don't want to support or nothing of that need but i don't want to always think about somebody being like oh you copy my shit verbatim verbatim mm -hmm. word for word no i'm out here trying to support black business i'm trying to get lgbt people um voices i'm trying to put money back into my community unless you're trying to do that on your podcast which are we the same exactly okay period so and i like to be genuine as fuck and let my guests like highlight they stuff so i'm like it's okay and the bigger that i found like my podcast is getting the more i'm having like haters and naysayers and in the beginning it hurt it but now i'm like well shit you're stepping on that yeah because i told you you're <laughs> that bitch okay yeah. okay look i and, and you know what you always tell me how much i motivate you but Bitch, uh, you motivate uh, me. Like when I that's why I be texting you, I be seeing your shit. I get the loving yeah, it, you know, going it. in a row. I get the call you like, I want to come to your yeah, events. Come, like, you know, yes. come visit and and because I be seeing you doing your thing, and it just it's just something I love looking at. Thank you. Same, same here, especially with you having your babies. Like, I was like, damn, like I be struggling with one child, but I'm like, you got two, and you be doing it, and it's like it'd be beautiful. You try and show your kids a different form of life like definitely the yes. way i grew up i'm like shit they always going somewhere they always what they will know is that their mom and dad is like making ways for them to grow up in a way that like they can pass on businesses mm -hmm. they can see the world and travel i'm like go ahead yeah. so i feel like i can't take all that you know that's and i get emotional talking about it because i have a great um, I have a great baby daddy. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to say that where I love yeah. baby daddy. That's my okay. baby daddy, okay? You do got a baby daddy. Listen, he is, he's awesome. You know, my child, my children's father is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I see women who can't even, they can't even go to the store by themselves. They got to pack up their kids because yeah. they, you know, the, the father. Don't want. Yeah, yeah, don't. So I'm just really blessed. Okay, shout them out. Shout them out. Let them okay. know. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you're watching this, uh, which I know you eventually will, I love the fuck out of you. Her, and you already know with your fine ass. <laughs> okay, so let's, yes. talk, let's get into that. Like, how do you be a businesswoman and still maintain your relationship? Because I know that got to be challenging in moments. Um, well, by me mainly being in the beauty business, um, my fiance, he don't want too much to partake in because you know, he don't even, he the type of man where he don't even want to put himself in no situation where no bitch can, can say, say nothing. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, if I ask him to do a delivery, he already knows it's a female. He kind of like, uh, yeah, you but, he, but he has gotten better with that. You know, okay. if I'm, if I can't do it, he'll go deliver it. You know, he give me attitude and shit, but with this hookah lounge, he been working, he been, 
Hey. Hey, he been swiping that motherfucking car. <laughs> you feel me? He been um doing the work he needs to do. Like, I really just appreciate him. Yes. Yes. Speaking of that, you are having a new um well a grand opening. Tell them people a little bit about what it is that you're doing and what you're opening. Okay. So my grand opening is tomorrow. Is at 16906 West Seven Mile Road. Okay, period. It is a, a hookah lounge. But not just any hookah lounge. It's it's more urban, laid back, chill. It's more hood, you know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like um, you know, we need to have a place that we can go to and just be ourselves yeah. and we can, you know, really and show our culture, you know. So that's, that's what I was saying because um last last episode, last week, yeah, I think I was saying like I I wanna come check out your place because I want to have mixers there. Like I want people to be able to come mix and mingle, especially like singles. Cause it's like yes. where is dating pools? Like where can we go? That's a cool laid back spot, get some hookah and see if you really like the nigga or the bitch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna check out my cousin's spot and see if I can have a mixer there. Yeah. yeah. Because how many how many black owned hookah spots do you do you, do you know? Yeah. And it's like okay, most businesses that we support and even as far as the hookah is, you know, not really owned by, yeah, you know, black people. So sometimes they treat us a certain time type of way. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need to all just get together and start start helping each other to create more businesses yes. too. Yes, definitely. Um, I was, I ain't even gonna cap. Um, me and my friend Tylee at the time was talking about how can we bring together. Black entrepreneurs and be able to collectively us all get together like, oh, OK, you do hair, you do this, you do that and make it like either a bi-monthly thing or a monthly thing where we can all kind of figure out who's doing what, how mm -hmm. we can support in that way. But I really think um, you did a really amazing thing um, about your mentoring program that you do with the young ladies. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I actually have not. I haven't. Um, reintroduced the program this year ever since COVID hit. Yeah. Um, but basically I felt like emotion I, I had a great childhood. Mm -hmm. As far as my parents, they gave me as a kid I had everything. Yeah. You know, they took very good care of me and my brother. But one thing I lacked was um emotional, you know, support. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just create an outlet where, you know, young girls can have emotional support yeah and you can't always go to your parents about everything that's true that's true because sometimes we're scared yeah we don't we think we're going to get disciplined mm -hmm. so i just wanted to create a an outlet to teach that's nice in a in an environment where they don't have to feel scared to really be themselves yeah because we already know it's 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 till this day it's certain shit i ain't saying in front of my mom <laughs> yeah yeah you get it you know um, so and, and that's just what it is. And I think, like, there need to be more spaces where girls can know that they can feel safe. Like, oftentimes, they are, like, preyed upon in a way where it's an emotional state. Whether it's, like, a nigga whispering in her ear saying, now she feel like she in love. But has she had some self-esteem program or somebody that she could look up to or keep her busy? Because a lot of this, with our youth in general, I feel like it's the youth not having 
something to occupy their time. And so it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy mm-hmm. to get in trouble when you just at home bored and it's like, fuck it, let me get on social media. Now I'm trafficking it because I've been yeah. looking on this. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like wonderful. So whenever you start it up, let me know so yes. I can support period point I'm thinking after after the wedding I'll get back (laughs) okay Jamaica I'm excited for that okay that's the thing that made me want to be like okay let me start taking my fitness serious and get up on my shit because I want to be in Jamaica looking like shampoo I care for her (laughs) so my fitness journey has been crazy Like, you can't even tell, but I have gained 20 pounds. Well, you look damn good. Let Thank me say you. that. Let me say that. So, I am trying to get back down about another 40 pounds before my um wedding. Okay. So Well, you got some time, and you be telling me a lot about keto. keto. And so, yes. Can you? I don't know that much about it. Outside of when you post, <laughs> I'll be like, what the hell is keto? Like, yes. I'll be seeing it in the grocery store a lot more now, but. Um, how did you stumble upon keto? Okay, so after I had my second child, um, I was just so big. I was so big. it was so bad that I was trying to avoid mirrors. Mm. I, I was I didn't even like my self esteem was so low. Like like what I have on now, yeah, I would have never okay. wore. You Before. know my my idea of looking like a bad bitch going out was a love pink outfit. Mm. I don't know if I told you, but mm. I'd be like you know. Babe, can you know you take me go get a love freak outfit? Yeah, and now with the uggles, with the uggles. <laughs> okay, that was my bad bitch. Yeah, outfit, but now I'm I'm really set when I okay. step. You know, um, cause my self confidence got up. But anyway, so I was just so depressed, and I dropped my baby, and I was just like, I need to change. So I looked up different way. Oh, I also have PCOS. Do you know what that is? No. So it is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay. It's just something, you know, a, a lot of women have. And is that making it difficult to be able to reproduce? Mm, yes. Okay. I well. do. Yes, I do have um fertility issues. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but I kind of uh went to a doctor and they told me with my PCOS keto, they introduced me to the keto mm. diet. So, but I didn't do it until I got so depressed, so big. Mm-hmm. And so I just started it, and I lost 42 pounds in two and a half months. Yeah, period. And so this is one thing. You just touched on a whole lot of shit. Let's, ooh, sound off. Yes. Um, because I feel like as black women, we don't talk about things that go on with our bodies. How emotionally you have to consciously always put, be either connected or disconnected from your body and what that does to your psyche when you're a woman in today's society. Because they always want you to look good. You always got to go on social media and see some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you just in spaces, right? Like, I don't want to go shopping for some clothes because I know I got a trip coming on. And everything I fucking put on make me feel bad. Hey. <laughs> um, But so the topic is about chasing the bag for anybody who's tuning in and um, other things. But right now we're talking about what what our bodies look like and when you're not connected to it. You know what I mean? Um. I'm kind of in that space now. Like, I appreciate my weight gain, but it's unwanted. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to be a woman with an unwanted weight gain. Because then you're like, bitch, how did I get here? How did this sneak up on me? What are we realistically going to do to change it? And um, I just feel like you have to be able to be not comfortable. Because I don't want people to be like, if you want to change it, you should change it. Mm-hmm. But 
be honest with how you're feeling. Yes. Like, if you know that you don't feel good about it, it's okay to name that. Because for so long, I knew, because you, it's like you don't know how big you got until you then yeah. got big yeah. and you look. But um, for so long, I knew that I needed to lose weight. I knew that I was looking like a, a booger sugar, you know? <laughs> but I had friends and people who would tell me, oh, no, you look good. Stop yeah. doing that shit, okay? <laughs> okay. Because if a bitch would have told me so long ago, like, yeah, you got big. Yeah, so. You need to do what you need to do. That would have helped me. I, I like real shit. Mm -hmm. I like a real-ass bitch, a real-ass nigga. Tell me. Yeah. You know, even yeah. if you think it's going to hurt my feelings, even if it do, just tell me. Yeah, so I can know. Um, And it is okay. It is okay because the weight can come off. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now, you can't change your height unless you're about to put some heels on or some shit, but that weight can come off. Or you can gain weight. I don't want women to get to the place where they like, oh, this is my body forever. No, you can modify your body. You, I didn't watch bitches get up in the gym. Shout out to my cousin, Sherelle. She done <laughs> got up in the gym and like just transformed her body. It's possible. And if you want to take the surgical way, that's okay too. Do whatever it's going to do to put you in a better self-esteem and mental um, place because it's important. Yes, because me losing weight was the best thing I ever could have did for me. I just feel free. Yeah. You know, I be, look, it's some, <laughs> you know, I'm a crazy ass bitch. Yeah, I'm going okay, to just be real. Yeah. Like, it be times where I wake up or I get dressed, I be looking in the mirror like. Feeling look, like a bad look, bitch. Th let's say this is my mirror right here, this camera. Okay. I'd be like, damn, I look fine as <laughs> fuck today. Okay. Like, I'd be like, Derek, you better tighten the fuck up. <laughs> I'd be like, he'd be like, what? I'd be like, you better <laughs> tighten the fuck up. And he'd be like, you know, he, he get, so, you know. He he do think I get a, a big head, but mm. it is what it is. But what I love about that is even though your confidence has went up, your love for him still remains oh, the same. Yeah. And so like mm -mm. cause a lot of men do be threatened if like they women start to lose weight or get to a point where she arrived and it's just like, Oh, am I gonna lose her? Is she gonna go off and get another nigga? But what I love about y'all, y'all still be two toes ten toes down. Like we in this thing. Listen, cause my <laughs> man is so look, my man is so fine to me. Okay. I just love his big ass belly. <laughs> I love them rolls. He just so like I genuinely be looking at him like, damn. Yeah. I be telling him like Drake is the finest thing in the world, but you right after him. You second. Okay. And he just be like, you know, but I don't know if he think I just be saying it, but I really mean that shit. Like, I, of course I know that I be seeing guys, you know, they might be fine and shit, but it don't, it don't move me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't, it don't move me. It just be like, okay. Yeah. Man. You know, if my friend says, I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. But my, when it comes to my man, I just feel like he's just everything for me. Oh, I used to feel like that about a couple niggas. <laughs> now, now I'm more so about like I'm gonna have he gonna have to let me know he see me through mm -hmm. his eyes like, in that way. Like, yeah, fuck all that. Um, so what is it like to build a brand, and how do you conduct your social media presence in a way? Because social media is a big part of people's successes when they start a business. So. What was the first thing you said? Just just um building a brand. Like, okay, yeah. Social... So we're going to start with building a brand. Okay. So building a brand, you have to know, first of all, who is your audience. Mm -hmm. Because you can't target to somebody you don't know who you're targeting to. Yeah. Once you know your audience, then you can, it's, you can just 
look up different companies and see how they, mm-hmm. you know, target that audience. Yes. And then you kind of piggyback off of that. Yes. That's that's how I started. Because I started knowing nothing about business. But I kind of wanted my audience. I knew my audience would be Detroit at first. Yes. I'm trying to get worldwide. It's coming. You speaking know, it, yes, I'm speaking into existence. I feel like if I was to get, honestly, I feel like my bundle's going to get me rich, though. Yeah. I do. I feel like if I really put in the time, dedication, mm-hmm. like I should, because I haven't, you know, and. And that's big volume, right? Like, because mm-hmm. once you once you set aside that and you have that, you'll be able to see it really grow and flesh. Right? Yeah. So, I feel like if I was really to put my all into my hair, I feel like it really would get me rich. I feel like that's really my outlet. Thank you, best friend. So, yes, if y'all listen to this, please like, share, and subscribe, and heart, 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 because I do be forgetting, but that means a lot to me for y'all support. I do appreciate y'all always tuning in, but go ahead. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you just really got to know your audience, first and foremost. What about social media? Like, how have you seen a social media influence or either impact your brand? Um. Social media is 100%, mm-hmm. which it, it's, it shouldn't be 100%, <laughs> you know, but for me right now is 100%. It's very important because that's how I meet most of the new people that I meet. Right, right. So you just got to advertise. I go into the different. So this is like, I don't, you know, a lot of people may know this, but some people don't. But if you want to start a, a new business, go onto Facebook and find the groups that's um, geared towards what you sell or what you do. And just keep connecting and posting in those groups. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Boom. So you said you had had some questions for me. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Okay. I, so I a while ago I um seen you host a uh, um it was like a cabaret. What was it? Um, and you were doing oh, it was like a oh so the drag show yeah um, yeah so I did the drag show shout out to Isis Dupree um. Yeah, so what I like to do, too, um, like when I was trying to think about how to build my YouTube presence, mm-hmm. um, was do events in Detroit. And I also wanted to be able to partner with my videographer and, like, support his brand. So it's like, if I can pay you to be my videographer while I do mm-hmm. these events, that's hand in hand. I get my material and you get, you know, compensated. So um, I just like to let people know what's going on in the city. Like, hey, this person is doing a fashion show. This person is doing a drag brunch. Um, I just want to be able to highlight events. But now, how I want to scale that, if you are a business that, like, have your annual event, like, say you're Chrysler, um, you can pay me to come in, and I will highlight what it is that your event does and show different things. And that's how you make revenue. That's how, because I'm like, They'd be like, oh, it is your um your business. But I was like, a podcast ain't no business. But a business is any way to make money. And once I started to realize that I got this gift of like, oh bitch, I can make money uh-huh. doing a lot of things. So I use my platform now to like get money. Or it's grants out here for art, right? You creating, you're making content. And so I always want to go out. Like, really, what I want to do is once y'all open y'all event, come in. Um we can have a sit and sip um, and y'all can show us around the place just how you seen in the video. Okay. We show them. We can have different conversations. 
you can also offer your like different products or different forms of hookah that you have and show people what a night here at your establishment look like. And listen, when I seen that, I'm like, that's a bad bitch. Yeah, period. That is a bad <laughs> bitch. I love that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I just want I want black people, black creators, black entrepreneurs to come together. Like I know it's whether the people like to say it or not, it's some fear of us feeling like somebody else is going to be greater than us or get more money than us. But it's room. It's literally room for it's all enough. of us. Yeah, it's enough money to go around for everybody. So can I, I just want to um, piggyback on that. Yeah. So have you ever heard of the liquor store A&L? No. So is this guy, Neil. Okay. He, he was the owner. So he owned that. He bought the grocery store. Okay. He passed it down to his brother. The brother now owns the grocery store because he got another one. And then guess what? They just keep passing shit down. down and then that one. Why get... can't we do that? Yeah. You know, the Asians with the nail shops. Mm -hmm. They Do you know how many Asians have nail shops? <laughs> they, they ain't complaining. My girl but... who was doing my eyebrows had ended up opening her one across the street. Okay. okay. But, it, but for some reason in our community, we owe... I, I know people who be like, oh, she uh doing that because I did it. And, you know, just yeah. we got to get out of that. Yeah. I I like seeing people. I like seeing people do what I do. Like when I see the medicines and the crystals, the pistols, y'all girls keep it up. I know what consistency look like. Um, And I love to collaborate. But what I will say is that make sure that business is always on the make sure you have your contract. Make sure that nobody can take your platform from you. Make sure that your LLC represents your name. So say if you do blow up, I don't give a fuck how many followers you have or how many viewers. If somebody gets your name, that's your whole shit. Now you can't be Crystal the Pistol or you can't be Madison. So make sure you take a, care of the legal aspect first and then run. Run off. Run off. Payment. So yeah. I'm just in here and I keep smiling at you. Is this your best friend? That is my best friend. Listen, hey, this Jalisa. is a good ass friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she keep commenting. She liking. She yeah, that's my baby. Yes. Um, I love her to death. Like one thing about her, like I was telling you about you and your friend. Yes. Um, when you do this industry, when you're an entrepreneur, it becomes a level of not knowing who to trust and who's in it for clout. Um, I've just experienced that this year. But one thing I know is she's solid. Like, a lot of bitches may not like her and say what they got to say. But what they will know is that, A, she's going to help you regardless whether you like her or not. Um, and, two, she a solid girl. I don't like no fake shit, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. That's been my best friends for years now. And, like, I don't really like a lot of female energy. It's not because I don't want to have girlfriends. But bitch's self-esteem is not secure enough to hold me being in the room. And that's just calling a spade a spade. If you're going to be mad at me over a nigga, or if you're going to be mad at me over what I look like when we show up to the club together, bitch, your ego is too small. And like, nah. And you can't sit with me. Yeah, because I'm riding with bad bitches. Okay. And like, we all going to be comfortable in here. Okay? So shout out to you, Jaleesa. So uh, you just said something about um, who to trust and shit mm -hmm. like that. So. I was in college and um I always been a hustling ass motherfucker. Yeah. So I was in college and I just got this idea. Mm -hmm. Let me, you know, uh sell some dinners. So I went, I had a bridge car, I bought all hey. the dinners and shit. So okay, let me go back a few years. Well, a year. My best friend, 
he I can't wait to meet him. Let, okay. Yeah, listen, I love my best friend. So I never really was the type to be in the kitchen cooking with my mom and shit. Yeah. So I didn't know how to cook. But I had, you know, my a nigga I was messing with, and it was his birthday. So I wanted to surprise him with a dinner. With a little dinner. So my best dinner friend, in okay. So my best friend came. He made the uh whole meal, but he was teaching me. I was writing it, you know, writing yeah. it down. I said, you better not tell him that you made this meal. <laughs> okay. So once he once he taught me how to make that meal, I made that meal for that nigga every single day for like a month straight. Okay. I know he was tired of eating that shit. <laughs> it was look, it's fried chicken, macaroni yams. And that's still what I eat yeah, till the day. But that's crazy because that's universal. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so that's what I got to make at this, um, you know, in college. So I bought all the shit. I had a, a girl. I'm not going to, you know, say that. Yeah, I had a girl mm-hmm. who helped me cook the shit. I had all my friends. They was going to help me serve, you know, pack it up and deliver them. Because, you know, I had everybody on the Instagram, Facebook, and the Snapchat. So I go to deliver a few dinners. I come up. All my shit scooped up and gone. Oh. These oh. motherfuckers took the food and went to go sell it for themselves. Mm. So me, you know. You learned a lesson from there. I was about to whip some ass <laughs> from there, okay? okay? So I went to go whip some ass. Like, who did this shit? Yeah. They talking about, so, well, she helped you cook and this and that. I said, we didn't have to do it like that. Y'all could have just came to me. Yeah. If I'm eating. and You going to eat too. Okay. But you don't just take my shit and go. You feel me? So I'm trying to fight. And I had a good friend at the time. She ain't want to see me whip no ass. So she ended up. You know, she ended up giving replacing the money. Mm-hmm. Which now, if I was the person I am now, I wouldn't have took her money. But I was so mad and broke. You yeah, feel me? I yeah, took the money. To away. Yeah. You know, I took the money. But that shit right there taught me, you can't trust everybody. Baby, I didn't. Yeah. It, it's it's not even worth addressing. I only addressed something one time. Like mm-hmm. now being, having a platform, I addressed something one time. Whether it's about a person. I'm going to speak my truth. It is what it is. And my truth is just that. My mm-hmm. truth. Bitch, your truth might look completely different. And that's okay. But also, I'm not giving you no free clout. I'm not giving you that. Bitch, you you can tag me. You can say whatever you want to. But if beefing with you, not about to put me on TMZ or the Breakfast Club, bitch, you sound crazy. Right. I wish the fuck I would. I wish that's I... even just like, have you ever, like, was fucking with a nigga? Yeah. Look, when, <laughs> when I first started messing with Derek, like, I used to go, every bitch who used to uh comment on his shit and shit like that, I used to, I Google uh, award, <laughs> and I said, here's your dick sucking the word. Like, I used to be, oh, I didn't used to allow nobody, so any bitch knew. that used to just like his shit, block. Yeah. I wish the fuck I would now. Yeah, I'm on some. It is what it is. Cause, I, but I trust my man wholeheartedly. Yeah, though. and so, w- fucking with a nigga now, don't serve me. Like fucking with a nigga, don't put nothing in my bank account. Mm-hmm. See y'all, y'all building brands together. Y'all got kids together. That makes sense. And the nigga put a ring on it. Okay, mm-hmm. but for me to be out here with these basic ass niggas, um, hey, basic ass niggas, <laughs> 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 I fuck with y'all on the weekend. But what I'm saying is it don't put nothing in my pocket to go out here and make a fool of myself with a girl who, like, you're mad over somebody who don't probably want nothing serious from me or from you. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. No. Like, when you become a brand, you also have to start walking, living, eating, talking, and existing as a brand. I can't be out here. You don't see Kim Kardashian as much as her 
and Kanye, yeah, going through what they're going through. She's not about to go out here and beat up his new girlfriend. And then, too, when you know you that bitch, it's like you losing. I ain't again, losing shit. Again, in the past, I'm not beefing with no bitch okay. with a lift. Okay. And even if you get you a little shooter, I still don't see you, bitch. Okay. okay? Her. Period. <laughs> and that's the truth. Yeah. I wish I would be arguing. And one thing I'm not going to do, I swear, I never did this before, though. I might have done Look, it before. Okay. I can't. And just be cussing and yelling on, like, <laughs> on live and all of that. Arguing with a bitch over a nigga, anything. Uh-uh. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah. So it'd be crazy to me. Like, I'm one of those, like, we can have a conversation face to face. Say what you need to say. I say what I need to say. But I'm in a place of peace. Like, right now, I just want peace. So if you're not going to bring peace and prosperity and profit okay. to my life, I don't want to talk about it. If we can't talk about the money, if we can't talk about we about to go traveling, having a good time. So what the fuck? We they somebody gonna throw dirt on us one day, and I ain't got a known day to get to nobody who about to be just like mm, mad at her right here. So you, what is your ideal man? Oh, yeah. My ideal man, one he has to be comfortable with self because I need you to be comfortable with dating trans women and not clam up if they be like that's your girl. Hell yeah, like you're you'll be a fool not to claim me, uh-huh. but two. Um, I do want somebody who's just as driven as me because I am busy quite often. So, like, if he's off pursuing his dreams and doing his thing, I love that. Um, I would like somebody. I hate when I get into the physical shit, but I can't lie. I do want a nigga that's six feet or taller. Um, I would like him to be brown skinned, but light skin is cool too. Um, he has to be African American, um, or Haitian or of African descent. Um. And all around, just a good person. Like it don't, it don't even take that much for me. Like if we catch a vibe, that's cool. But yeah, I just don't want no bum ass nigga. Yeah. And I don't mean like bum like that mentality. This the mentality Can't that turns no me bum. off. Yeah, ass nigga. I don't give a fuck if you work at McDonald's, but I'm gonna be so proud. My, yeah. my nigga flipping burger. We about to bring <laughs> us some McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, we about to have it because that don't that don't map out our future in the mm-hmm. next year from now. You know what I mean? Look at Gucci and Keisha. Like, you don't yeah. know where your future gonna look like. So that's it. I, I don't know. Like dating for me now is harder too as well. Cause like now I require like more. Yeah, like you gotta come stepping or get the fuck on. Yeah, because dick ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Dick ain't enough. Cause nine times out of ten, you're not even about to be busting it down the way I feel like you should. So I'm not entertaining it and I'm okay with that. Now, if we in the club, good time. We can dance. We can even exchange numbers. But if you don't come with the, hey, can I take you on a date? I want to get to know you. Da, da, da. It's going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's going nowhere. So I don't know. So my question for you, how do you, if any, because you may not have no feelings, but to have a trans cousin, how does that resonate? Or like, what things do you think about? Or has it ever been uncomfortable? Have you Honestly, ever? Honestly, a hundred percent. It's just normal to me. Like okay, I boom. don't have any feelings. Like it's normal to me. Yeah, I um, appreciate that too. Yeah, I, just I always like, wonder. Yeah, I. But I do wish that we were closer. Closer. Yeah. You know, especially coming up. I even wish I. I always be wishing I had more cousins. Yeah. I don't got no cousins that you know that I just kick it with, or yeah. nothing like that. But as far as that, it's just normal. Mm-hmm. It's it's nothing. I appreciate you because real recognize real. Now, when you grew up and became of age, and I was like, wait, my little cousin out here making moves. <laughs> That's when you got my attention. Like, it's 
no shade to our family. I love our family. Um, but it's not most people in our family that catch my attention because I feel like they're doing something that aligns with me. Like a lot of times I grew up feeling like, oh, bitch, you the black sheep. You bring in shame. Mm-hmm. Like, why you got to be this girl? Um, but the reality is I was like, shit, my little cousin fuck with me and she invite me to places. And for a long time when you would invite me, I wouldn't come because I was just like, I don't want to embarrass her in front of her friends oh, or make it a uh-uh. thing because I I just be mindful like that. But so then, let me ask you this. Has any, how how does our family, do, do they accept you? Um, like, <laughs> how is it? Is, um, it's hard. It's hard Um, in moments because I genuinely feel like Yes, they love me because I'm their family, but mm-hmm. the reality, our family is in a state where everybody okay with not speaking with each other, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, we only get together at funerals and at weddings, and it's just like, damn, why can't we get together Oh, how holiday. Yeah, you know? like, we used to do that when we was little kids, like, we would get together at your grandma's house, mm-hmm. or, pun- yeah, yeah, pumpkins, yeah. and then, like, now it's like, damn, like, somebody got, something got to be wrong. I be wanting to really connect with my cousins and stuff like that we do got a family reunion coming up and i didn't even know about that i will add you to the family yes, group chat um but hopefully people do get engaged and i get that mental health is a thing depression is a thing um but why can't we call into each other and love on each other to be able to like see um but i feel this is what i would say i feel like i was the first person to come out as lgbtq and Nobody was really, like, accepting or affirming of me the way I would have wanted to. But when all of my girl cousins that was, like, lesbians, bi, um, and now trans came out, it was just like, oh, yeah, fine, cool. It's always going to be more acceptable for females to come out and be, like, LGBTQ versus, like, the male. And I was just like, oh, okay, but y'all know I'm the sweetheart, right? Like, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. But and I, you know what? Uh, I think... It was my birthday party. I think that was the first event you came to. Okay, okay. <laughs> was it? And you know, everybody loves you. Yeah, yeah. But I, I also had to get over that fear, right? Like the fear of being dead named, the fear of like somebody saying, and sometimes it happens. I, I charge it to whatever. It could be the alcohol. It could be the maliciousness. I don't know. But I just know now it don't take away from my womanhood. Like I'm like, y'all don't really know what I do outside of this night of hanging out with y'all. Like, mm-hmm. If y'all did know, your cousin is a really big deal in the LGBT community. Yeah. But, like, I would like, fuck it. I ain't trying to teach nobody at this point. And I, I'm i not trying to build any relationships that's forced. Like, if a family member want to fuck with me, cool, let's kick back. Let's get to know each other, da 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 But really, it'd be, like, you and Nisha, who I, like, yeah, always kick it with. And, like, Autumn, Autumn, I'm not going to lie, being connected with you. Me and Autumn has been able to have a good relationship, but I'm down to kick it with my family because I want them to, like, be able to come on here and pop their shit or me go to their house. But Black families are quite different now. I don't know. Maybe it's just my family. (laughs) And, you know, just not even just with Black families, just anything. I feel like with the, um, I feel like if people focus more on just like their people being molesters mm-hmm, and that part and um killers and shit like that like you worried about what somebody chooses to do with their life mm-hmm. that's not hurting nobody mm-hmm. that's actually making them feel good yeah and that was another thing too it's just like we we don't get to talk about deep rooted issues or we don't be knowing about stuff um and it makes me be like 
well, are we not supposed to know in secrecy or do I not bring this up? Because I I also know that like families can be clicky. Like, and I don't want to disrespect anybody or like make anybody feel like I don't love them less, but like let's have a real honest conversation. Like, nah, bitch, this person hurt me and I feel some type of way. Can we how do we heal past this as a family? Or like, um, how do we get to I don't know a lot, even like my grandma side of the family. I don't know a lot past grandma. Like, why don't we? And know? I don't even know for real. <laughs> yeah. Know? So it's like yeah. that's crazy. And and I get it because part of it is parents trying to protect their children in a way of like I don't want you to see certain things or be around certain people. That's cool, but it's also we miss out on a like big chunk of like years of bonding and be like, how do we? Yeah. How do we become close or like? Shit, <laughs> two of our cousins was about to fight each other and didn't even know they was cousins. So yeah. it's like, that's a problem. That's a disconnect. Like somebody should know. Like, hey, no, y'all family. Um, but I'm glad that we're here now. Like, regardless of however it had to be, just know I'm gonna always support you. I'm gonna always be here for you. And like, I don't give a fuck. And, like, and you have, yeah, period. And I really appreciate that. That's why I've been trying to, you know, step when it comes to you. Yeah, have you noticed? You. I, I, I have noticed because yes. I appreciate you so much. Yes, of course. It's so real and it's so genuine. And I want just to see that you, like, even if I don't win, like, even if this just be this, if CMC Beauty becomes like worldwide, I would be so happy because I could be like, that's my cousin, and yes. I knew that she was gonna make it, and da 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 da. So. It makes me feel like, yeah, I'm going to help her. I'm going to support her. And like, even when you had your story, I'm like, she, all she got to do is say, can you come work up here for me? Yes, and, I got you. You know what? I feel like when we make it, because we going to make we it. We going to make it, period. Ain't I no feel like we're going to remember. We're going to remember everybody who supported mm-hmm. and the motherfuckers who didn't. Yeah. So yeah, y'all cause... better tight, like I tell my, my man. <laughs> y'all better tighten up. Tighten the fuck up. Because <laughs> it's even like, I'm like, okay, maybe Detroit not it for my next chapter. Because people keep being like, come to LA, come to LA. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me wrap up this court shit. And I'll be in LA. I'll give them what they need. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that's your next move? Definitely. I've definitely got to, I have to grow past. Like sometimes we be afraid of like what's out there. <laughs> but look at what we've been able to accomplish in our hometown. And if you... If you swimming with guppies, mm-hmm. how you going to go up against a shark? I'm ready to, I want to be with the bad bitch. I want to learn from them. Like it's, ain't nobody doing what I'm doing in my city right now. And it's like, not even in a belittling way, but it's like, it's time to grow. And like, how do I take this to the next level where a bitch can be like, okay, that's cute. But let me um show you how to tweak this and you can get 10,000 followers or yeah. you can get this, that, and the third. So it's all about elevation. Like. From here on out, in every form of my life, like personal, my nigga might be in LA. Okay, <laughs> okay. <husband>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell them again, um, where they can meet you at to um tomorrow for your grand opening. Okay, you can meet me at one six nine zero six West Seven Mile Road at seven p.m. Sharp will be cutting the ribbon. Boom, and I'll be there. So if you want to pop your shit with your girl, Miss Mouthy. What I should have done, I should have pre-planned to have, like, a little thing that we could have, well, we still can go a little improv, too, where I can interview some folks and, like, have them talk about your business. But tell them how they can find you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at CMC underscore Beauty Collection. Hey. Or Facebook, Christina Marie. And the crazy, this is the shade. The shade is, I didn't intentionally 
um, mean to wear this, but this is a piece from her own collection. Yes. And like, period. I would give y'all a look. It got ruffles on the side. It's hella cute. Um, but she do have some cute stuff. Her hair is really good. Check her out. Support black business because it starts with us to be able to promote us, to put us in better positions. Um, anybody you want to shout out? Um, I want to first and foremost, um, thank you of for course, letting me course, be on here today. Course. Yes. You got it. I just want to shout out everybody who ever supported me and who still rocking with me. Okay. Shout out my man because he at home with them kids <laughs> right now. Okay, per. But I'm about to come home and get you what you give you what you want. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Are you excited for your wedding? I'm so excited. Okay, so this, I know because we I keep trying to. Did you think that you and him would get to the point where y'all would be husband and wife? Hell no. Okay. So, okay. Fair. <laughs> so, okay. When I first met him, I met him in Jackson. I was mm. at college. He didn't even go to college. He was down there visiting his brother, scooping, scoping out. So it was already fate. You know, yeah. scoping out, trying to find some holes. For yeah. Real. But he ended up falling in love. Look, no, he, I had the second best car on campus. Okay. Okay. This one, I had that 2008 um, Dodge Charger with the pink stripes. Ooh. And he seen that key. Okay. So that's what I fit. He said them. He say I, you know, seen him in this little pink true religion outfit or whatever. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like he it seen that key and, yeah. and pursued it. But we, the first conversation though, I just fell in love with him. I was just like, I was like, yes, he's so fine. My friend was like, if you think so, she just thought he was just so ugly. But I'm like, shit. That's to my me, man. he made my heart beat. I'm yeah. like, yes. I just really, um. We were toxic as hell for years, though. Yeah. We were. That's that growing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think we would ever get to this point, but I'm glad we are. And it got to a point where I trust him wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like, we don't, we not, if we arguing, it's about he left, he left some food out. Yeah. You know, it ain't open. about him getting caught with another bitch or nothing mm -hmm. like that. So, yes, I, now I, I see. Myself and see, that's a testament of, of black love for me because I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of giving up on it. But to hear that makes me be like, well, it's just not your time yet, Rocky. So once it's your time, it will be your time. And that's just that on that. Hey, Amar, good to see you. Um, But yeah, so it's your girl every Monday. You know, we're going to be doing Mati Mondays. I'll be recording live on Facebook and on YouTube on Fridays. So, um. Thank y'all again for always tuning in and rocking with me. We just actually launched today um, our Breaking Barriers program. So if you are a trans woman or a non-binary person of color in the city of Detroit and you may have housing issues, we can pay first month and last month's rent. If you have any utilities past due up to $1,500, we can pay that as well. If you qualify for Ryan White and that qualification look like someone living with HIV we can um, recommend you to our housing program. And we also have a food bank that we could be able to assist with. So we launched today. It was a really great turnout. I'm so thankful for all the people who came and supported. And really, I hope this program is off to a great start because we don't need to keep saying what we need to do. We need real viable um, solutions to get these things addressed. So that's that. And then Kicking It With The Girls is about to be on its third court. Um, so if you're a young lady that's experiencing trauma of trans experience, you're more than welcome to reach out to myself, Jaleesa, Harmony, or Latrice, 
And, you know, you can always follow me on I am Mrs. Mouthy on everything or Raquel Tramiel. So even when you what? Don't see me. You hear me. Till next time. Bye. Bye.